0: It's the Tiltcast, episode 486,
1: for old Jewies. And this week, guys, we talk Age of Empires 4, Dicks, more Final Fantasy fourteen Pricks, and Darkest Dungeon 2. Stay tuned. Waxing chest hairs. Put
2: some cock in it. That was horrible. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> It's the toolcast. We're ready to show. I'm Nas. <laughs> I'm Jason. I'm pissy.
0: Rusty. And with the three of us, you're gonna get about thirty minutes of bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> some games, some news. It is nine thirty-six on Friday, October twenty ninth, recording early. So that Jason can go trick-or-treating tomorrow.
2: Yay. He's Yay. just uh, he's dress- yeah. he's dressing up as t- Jason. <laughs> Vories, oh, that Jason. Unimaginable, yeah, unimaginable. Well, I mean, he just
0: needs a hockey mask and a, and like, you
2: probably already got the suit for it. I mean,
0: it's just coveralls,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. Some fucking gray, you know, some gray ass fucking coveralls and a hockey mask and a fucking kitchen knife. And I know he's got probably two of the three, the uh, three of those things.
1: Or all of those things.
0: Except when you're trick-or-treating, you probably don't want to have a
2: real machete. Oh, yeah, it's not a kitchen knife. It is a machete, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Myers oh, was the that was That was
2: Myers knife. that had the kitchen knife. Yeah, that's right. He, yeah. he only he only used the highest quality fucking Faberware, I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> and the kind that doesn't break when you stab something. <laughs> Are you kidding me? He used Cutco. Yeah, he used Cutco. Fucking... Fuck you! (laughs) Yeah,
1: I'll have a William Shatner mask, so. Yeah, well. I don't
0: even have a mask. I still haven't gotten any candy. I'm scary without one.
1: (laughs) The Voorhees thing? Total cop-out. Just because that's what my son refers to me as all the fucking time.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does your son know about Jason Voorhees, though? Roblox. Oh. Wait, what?
1: Yeah. There's Roblox versions of lots of things.
2: Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. All right. You well. know.
1: Escape the killer. Yada, yada, yada. This is what kids of...
2: play? Yeah. All right. They're fucking kids these days, I'll tell you what. I'm fucking like gonna rot their goddamn minds <laughs> way cooler shit than i had <laughs> what what did we have we had the fucking uh nes version of friday the 13th which was barely a game <laughs> i had a i had a
0: legend of zelda watch i got one year
2: Ooh ooh ooh! i had one better i had one of those uh those early fucking lcd versions of mario that's uh, what I mean. It was one of those where they this, had,
0: like, arrow buttons. Like, yeah, it was impossible to play one-handed. Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, You had was, to pull your watch off and he, then play on it. You didn't know whether or not the fucking, like, the obstacles you were trying to m- miss were...
0: I think it yeah. probably only displayed 16 total pixels on the whole screen the entire Pro- time. It was probably. just lines. Well... It was like, you know, it was like a little bit more intricate version of the, you know, the L- LCD clocks, you know, or watches, right, with those little lines. Uh-huh. Those were the pixels. Yep,
2: yeah. And it would just turn on those things and then turn them off. They weren't dynamic. They were just sections that turned on and turned off. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, those... I mean, I remember playing football with that, you know, that kind of Please, thing. Please,
1: until my grandfather gifted us with a Sega Game Gear, which I still miss to this day.
0: A Game Gear? That, wouldn't, that was pretty highfalutin back in the day.
1: What we had for mobile games was those stupid like little handheld uh, themed games. Tiger games. That's what they were called. Yes. Tigers. Yeah. Yes. all the yeah. little tigers. Yeah. It's like, a single game. Yeah, like the Little Mermaid or Aladdin or there was like a basic football or, yeah. Like worse than Nintendo. All right, bitch. Oh, Come yeah. on. Well, because they were Come just, on. they were just Black and white. The Don't pup, change. the pepper is
0: here too. Man, she's hot. Ha- she's really happy. She's been, she's been lusting after Rusty, and Rusty has not been in a great mood. And now she has finally gotten a chance to uh, stare into his eyes. See?
1: What? She's smiling.
2: What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? It's not done because the licking
1: hasn't even started yet.
2: Shit! She had to make
0: sure he still wasn't
2: mad. Oh, buffers! I need you to calm all the way the fuck down so that I can concentrate on something other than you for a second. (laughs) Are you done? Nope.
0: (laughs) Needs the pets. She's been especially needy today.
2: Oh, is that so? Is yeah, she's so, only seen Crystal so far this week. Is that so... Oh, you you need... You need, like, human interaction? So,
0: it's been a whirlwind of a week. Um, yeah, it has. I've been... So, I've been working on a promotion all month. I mean, I'm not going to quite say what it is, but it's a higher level position than what I was working. And, um... So, anyways... I have been working on that. I've had like three interviews, right? And those were all stressful enough. And then in the middle of all this, I wanted to catch up on stuff, regardless if I got in a promotion or not, I wanted to refinance the house and like get a lower rate. Cause rates are pretty low, get a lower payment and try to pay off some credit cards at the same time. So messing with that. And then Wednesday, Tuesday, I get the news that I'm getting promoted. I mean, congrats. And then, thank you. And then Wednesday, I have to come in pretty early to work. And then I find out Wednesday morning, before I get to work, about 9 in the morning, because I went to bed kind of early and then woke up. I usually wake up like eight thirty nine 9 anyway, because I've been working till late. Not as late as, not overnight like Rusty, but late mid. Like I get off at 11 to 11.45, sometimes midnight. And get a call. They're sending an appraiser the next day. And I'm like, well, wow. I have no time to do anything to the house. I didn't even think about this step. Whoops. Uh, um, and I panicked, and I texted Jason's wife, and was like, help me. Help. Help. <laughs> um, I'm willing to pay money <laughs> if you will help me clean the house. Help. She's like, well, me and Jason <laughs> me got a project help, help uh, the next bit. day, so I'm going to have to come over tonight. I was like, Okay. She's like, I'm going to figure it out. So she figures it out with Jason and comes over on my lunch break to start cleaning. And mind you, I worked a 13-hour day that day and got off about 30 minutes early. So I got off at like 10.30. And she was here hanging out with Lola and cleaning till 2.30 in the morning. Um, Damn. Just getting in the nooks and crannies of my kitchen and... Cleaning floors and vacuuming, and trying to not make my house smell like Lola. And then your wife is incredibly detail-oriented because she kept pointing out all the things that I should cock or replace or put bolts in. And I can only imagine all the little honeydews you have to do around the house. With Jason, this has a crack. Maybe you should put some cock in it. Um, this bolt she is She likes
2: loose. my cock. Um, Put some caulk in the crack, man.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, but she pointed out a lot of stuff. She
1: I, loves it when I take out my caulk. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: there is no unfilled cracks in that house. <laughs> no, they all filled with my caulk.
1: <laughs> oh boy! So, oh boy! Obvious jokes
0: aside. Um, you should see my dick.
1: <laughs> I remember that video. <sighs> Stop me now, or I'm not going to.
0: Well, anyways, she she had a lit, a laundry list of a lot of things that I needed to do, that I decided I had time for only a few of them. Um, so I started picking up the outside yard. Um, which was one thing that I definitely needed to do Yep. Um, And the garage. And then I pulled a door off that Lola had chewed. So if you're in the kitchen, you may have noticed that there was no door in there because I popped the hinges on that bitch and pulled it off so that he wouldn't see the Lola damage. Um, Regardless, um, I still ended up cleaning most of the morning on a lot of random shit too. On things that I could take care of that were part of her list of things that finally basically said, get out of here. Go, go. It's too late. Yeah. Um, and finished up a little bit of stuff and like, the kiddo's room, right? I hadn't touched it because I didn't want to touch teenage dirty clothes um, since she left. And so I manned up and, like, cleaned the fuck out of her room to where it, the door's open because it looks like a room now. Um, But, yeah. Stayed up all the next day till the appraiser got here. And then on top of that, my uncle, while in the middle of getting a home appraisal, was like, Hey, I can't get Zoom working on my computer. I got an interview tomorrow. I got to get it going. And his ass over here in the middle of my appraisal and hands me a laptop. So him and my grandpa are here while I'm getting my house appraised and I'm holding Lola. And wants me to a dick around with that. I mean, timing. Yeah. I was like, okay. Um, didn't affect my appraisal. In fact, the appraiser really liked Lola for whatever reason because she's nice.
2: Um, I know, I get attacked with love every day I come over here.
0: But uh, yeah. So we did that, and then I had to have a meeting with my new manager, um, that same day because I didn't want to have it on my first day at work, and I wouldn't be able to have it till two or three days in if I didn't. So I spent an hour with my new manager. And then spent another hour buttoning stuff up, logged out, finally got dinner, finally fixed that computer, and started my day off yesterday at 8 p.m. after being up since about 8 that morning. And today, spent another two and a half hours at work buttoning shit up because Wednesday there was no possible way because I got meetings squeezed in between the stuff I'm normally doing on top of what I normally do, so I had no downtime to get stuff done on Wednesday. Um, and I didn't want to wait for me to not have any of the same people working for me anymore by tomorrow. So, yay. I wrapped mm. up a lot of shit. So, tomorrow is really my first actual day off. It was supposed to be a four-day weekend and it ended up being a crazy shitstorm I'm, of stuff. I know that feel. Um, okay. However, the house is clean.
2: Yeah.
0: It appraised for what I thought it would be, which was...
2: Higher than what you expected,
0: fifty thousand more than I needed. Right, which perfectly okay with that. Yep, because that means everything's go.
1: Yeah. Did did the appraiser say anything about the sex dungeon?
0: No, he just asked me if he could take pictures in here, and then I had to explain what this was all about.
2: No, oh, yeah,
0: I didn't touch this room a lot, to be honest with you. I vacuumed in here, made it smell a little bit nicer, removed Lola's blankets, and then basically put it all back right right after he got,
2: well, I mean, basically
0: just folded this table up, moved it, moved it up against there.
2: And I'm pretty sure that he'd kind of figure it out with a, you know, with a webcam in the corner, three freaking microphones attached to a round little table and, uh, uh, and a a set of computers in pretty much every corner. Um, I mean, this is a small
1: blankets on every wall.
2: Right.
0: It's a 10 by 10 room. With my workstation and our podcast station all crammed into it yep. uh, with black sound blankets all around and electronics all over the fucking place.
2: We call it the sex dungeon because everything's hung up with hooks. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, if we had the right amount of rope. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, those are two by fours. Are, are the two by twos? No, they're two, two by fours. fours.
2: Two by fours attached directly to the studs. They can hold a person. With fucking four-inch screws, <laughs> I put that shit all the way in. Yeah,
1: it's it's pretty
2: they're, pretty sturdy. <laughs> they're
1: not coming down unless you intentionally take them
2: down. Well, I made
1: sure of it. <laughs>
2: it's it was a- it was a bit much for uh for the amount of weight that these blankets are, but I mean these blankets are heavy, and when we installed them in, it was a big change in sound, yeah <laughs> so well, and
1: it was also one of those things I wanted to make sure um no matter what happened, that wasn't going to
2: be the failure, oh, the freaking stud, yeah or yeah. the, it, the, the well the hooks
1: plus the way the way the hooks are on the the way the eye holes are put in on the blankets, they're not at stud width. No, unfortunately. Um, So you would have never gotten a hook. You would never gotten the hooks right where you need the blankets to go.
0: And I don't honestly plan on
2: moving for a while. So, um, Mm, yeah, well, these were supposed to be, these blankets were marketed as a mobile soundstage is what it was marketed as. That's why the hooks are that way. Because they're supposed to be hooked up to, like, a bar that has hooks, like a shower curtain style. Yep. And um,
1: I thought you guys put all the eyelets in.
2: No. Well, no, we,
1: I we just added, put them in on the other side of the blankets because yeah. they did the, they did the, the short wrong side. side of the blanket right. instead of the long side like we wanted.
2: That's why there's eyelets on this side.
1: Oh, I,
0: I got gotcha. you. Yeah. But yeah, long story short. It's been a lot of change in a really short amount of time. Um, With the work stuff, the home appraisal stuff, cleaning my whole fucking house, and I've got two dungeon clears of Darkest Dungeon 2, Mm. less than a week after it released. In fact, four days after it released, I've got two dungeon clears. Is
2: there only one one difficulty mode, or, I mean... Yeah. The one
0: difficulty mode is fuck you. I just figured out the trick.
2: Oh, okay. Well Which I'll
0: get into when I talk games, but yeah, that's been my fucking week. It's been fucking well run I mean I I was pretty stressed out even yesterday, so cheating on diet happened yesterday. I got my favorite fried rice. Um, fried rice. Yeah. Well this Flight is this click. would be uh, Uncle Roger approved fried rice.
2: Oh, is that so?
0: Oh yeah, it's fucking delicious. Hmm. If if you're ever in town, it's called Asian Fusion. It's Malaysian style fried rice and beef. And uh their shit is fucking legit, man. Like it's long grain rice and it doesn't it has never came out of any kind of package. Well, I mean it came out of a package, but it's not like what's that place by our old job? By your current job that's just like super okay? Oh, super cheap. Uh walk walk. Yeah, walk walk is really fucking cheap. Yeah. Um like yeah, none of their no. stuff's that homemade. I prefer Wang
2: Wang. Wang Wang's pretty good.
0: <laughs>
1: Seriously, that's
2: the name of this place. I can't I can't even. With these names, man. Walk, walk. So Wang, if Wang. you
0: ever go to, well, I mean, I can say this. So 71st and Sheridan. Yeah. Um, by the uh, cleaners. Yep. Um, they have something called Kway Tao, which is flat noodles in a brown sauce with several different types of meat. And it's like. I call it Malaysian stroganoff. Like, it's fucking delicious.
1: I just like their beef fried rice. Well,
0: their Asian beef, fusion. Their beef fried rice is fucking delish. And it's yeah. pretty inexpensive. Hmm. Like, beef fried rice
1: and two egg rolls is 14 bucks. Hmm. Yeah. You can get just, like, a pint of the beef fried rice for, like, eight bucks.
2: Yeah. It's too far away from where I live.
1: Yeah, and there's no good Chinese places up
2: there. No.
0: No, where you're at, like, it's White Bread Central.
2: I mean, no, there's no good Chinese places at all. There's two across the street from each other, and they both suck.
1: Is there uh-huh. anything good to eat up there? Shit. <laughs> Even though. I the... haven't
2: been out to eat since before
1: COVID. Fuck. Now, granted, I'm not saying that Mazio's <laughs> and Pizza Hut is good pizza by any means. Hey, Marco's Pizza. But up there, the pizza the... at Mazio's. Up in Owasso. Marco's. Marco's Pizza is where
2: I get my pizza.
1: Makes the Pizza Hut and Mazio's here mm-hmm. look premium.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's why I get Marco's Pizza while I'm there. That's uh, why he discovered Marco's. Marco's is like, you know, hey, it sits right across the fucking street from my apartment. So is this like a pretty in, Italian place? Um, it's actually a chain. Um, Marco's Pizza is nationwide from what I understand. It, and, um, it's a
1: it's a newer chain. It's a little bit smaller. It's a lot like the way uh, Papa John's used to be.
2: I don't like Papa John's pizza at all. Well,
1: honestly. I don't. I don't like their crust. But the, I don't like
0: their fucking sugar in their sauce. Um,
1: yeah, but the uh, uh, the sauce tastes more like a traditional tomato sauce.
2: The, um, man, there's a and the, the, and the cheese is good. The cheese is
1: good, but I really like their sausage. I mean, you can tell they're using actual Italian sausage yes. instead of just um, the pre-ground he stuff. He
2: is totally fucking stepping on landmines right now.
1: I mean, it's I mean, just you, dig-
2: you definitely love that sausage. I do. It's just a field of pricks at this point. <laughs> I I'm a, I'm
1: not too much of a insecure what, man to say that I
2: love sausage 40 year old fucking juveniles over here <laughs> Jesus um 40 year old Judy. I mean,
1: there, there's a reason why the 40 year old version was so successful it's because guess. of people like us
2: I am not getting my fucking chest waxed <laughs> It'd Be a man lantern <laughs> oh my god <laughs> We, that's an old fucking school title for one of our fucking shows. Wow. I
0: don't think Judd Apatow's, like, made a movie that funny since. No. No. (laughs) No. It's like his crowning achievement. That movie is fucking hilarious. And the director's (laughs) cut is fucking premium. (laughs) Like, it's seriously one of, like, the greatest comedy movies of all time. I know a lot of people like The Hangover, and I think it's all right. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a little more, like, forty-year-old virgin is slapstick in all the right ways.
2: It well, I and mean, it doesn't
0: take a lot of cheap shots at stuff. It's just continuously funny.
2: the the, the whole The whole waxing scene from forty-year-old virgin was all ad lib. All of it was ad lib. There's a hell and of a lot of
0: it that's ad lib. Where Seth Rogen well, is just fucking high as fuck. T-
1: no, <laughs> like all the fucking mo- like grandma jokes. Yeah, those are good. T- yeah, take that back. He did Forty Year Old Virgin Virgin in two thousand five, knocked up in two thousand seven, and Pineapple Express in two thousand eight. After that, it's all downhill.
0: No, those movies aren't bad movies. They're just not as funny as Forty Year Old Virgin. Forty uh, Year Old Virgin is consistently funny. I've seen that movie like ten times and I always laugh. Like and I'm a pretty harsh critic of comedy. It's just it's good. It hits all my funny oats. Yeah. Like slapstick, it's got the serious moments when it needs to be serious. It never actually makes fun of him, which is kinda crazy, right? Right. Yeah. Like no. it basically just said, Yeah, I mean he made a lot of reasonable choices and lacked confidence. That's all it was. Right. We're gonna get this guy late. <laughs> yeah. Um I think it's a fantastic movie. Um
2: anyways, what you guys been up to? Um Go. Do the thing. Fucking it's gotta be like at well. least 100% more interesting than my fucking boring ass life. Come on. Do
1: I don't it. know how much more interesting cuz I didn't do a whole lot of gaming cuz I took so my wife had this project she wanted me to complete.
2: Boring, moving on.
1: Right. <laughs>
2: I mean basically
1: basically she wanted a permanent structure to put our hot tub in. So that uh, we don't accidentally lose any more pop-up canopies, because I've lost a couple to win.
2: Oh. You know. It hasn't been a little windy around here lately. Right? No,
0: the temperature dropped like 30 degrees, and the winds came a hell in the last couple of days. Yeah. It so,
2: was moving my building.
0: So I've just gave uh, up on know. putting the umbrella in a stacked in a corner, because it keeps blowing out in the yard, and mm-hmm. I just left it there.
1: Yep. So the uh, So my Monday was typical Monday, but I took Tuesday off and I took Thursday off. So Tuesday I start I started the process of setting the footings for for the structure and whatnot. That took that and just the rest of the general prep took took all day. Go work Wednesday, come home, and instead of working on the project, watch Crystal leave the house to Come clean Justin's home. Oh uh, that, that, that that was great.
0: Oh uh, but I mean you guys made a little bit of
1: money. That's true. That's that's <laughs> the whole reason that happened. No, I'm joking. <laughs> she helped out anyway. Um and then uh uh lost half of the day Tuesday to rain.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. Because fuckering. that shit
1: was blowing sideways Tuesday morning. Yeah. And by, so by the time it complete had completely stopped, it was like w- almost one o'clock in the afternoon, and I was like, we forgot a couple of things at
2: Lowe's. Well, Oh, now you fucking remember that shit after it fucking so, clears up, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Couldn't have been shopping while it was raining. Well, because right? I didn't
1: realize it till I started looking at everything to actually start building the structure. So. Poor planning. Go Lowe's, get that, get home about two o'clock. Start getting to work.
2: Wait a second. It only took you an hour at Lowe's? Yeah. Wait. I was in well, and out.
1: I was in and out, fucker. You didn't take your wife with you. No, I did. I just knew exactly what I needed and she was still tired hungover from
2: Oh, so you work until you 2:30. caught her. You caught no. her at a disadvantage. Otherwise, you'd be there for 3 hours. Exactly. Okay. All right. I I and I know how his wife works.
1: <laughs> rusty Rusty's been does lows with my wife plenty of times.
2: I will be like we're going in. We're gonna get these like three things that we need, and we're gonna get the fuck out. And and it's gonna be like fifteen minutes. Three hours later, where the fuck is she?
1: In the time that we've been, <laughs> this, and, is,
0: this is your wife's meticulous personality.
2: Yeah, thinking the, of all the future
0: projects that she could be had in
1: the in the eleven years she and I have been married, I guarantee you, I've lost close to a year and a half worth of time
2: <laughs> in Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> this
0: but is this is anyway. one personality trait that your wife and my fiance do not share. Yeah, just as like a to b, 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 a to b out of there, everywhere. Yeah, like we you go have to Walmart. A list. Oh, she a, doesn't have a list. She knows exactly what no, she wants. No, she
2: got a mental list. She goes like, okay, and I know exactly which freaking aisle it She's is. Like, I've got the plan.
0: She goes and finds what meat is, what she wants, and then she just starts building dinners in her head, and then it's done in 30 minutes. Mm. Yeah. And then she knows exactly what I have at home, which is crazy. Like She just, she has that memory, like an identic memory. She's like Sheldon Cooper. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, which is puts me at a disadvantage for anything I've ever oh, um, said because she literally remembers everything I've ever said. Period.
2: Oh, yeah, that, yeah. There, the, there's 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 advantages and disadvantage to this <laughs> to this thing. Remember so, four fucking months ago when you said this? I'm like, um, no, I slept. No, time. I
0: asked her about something. She's like, I told you about that
2: like eighteen s- years ago. Saturday, four months ago. I'm just like, wait, what? I don't even remember at what, what I was time. Doing. And she'd be like, at 6.42 42 p.m. Uh,
1: <laughs> so, so, yeah. So basically, in six hours, in 35 mile an hour fucking north winds, I actually got the
0: structure built. You got the structure built in those winds? Yeah. Did you and pour like a that,
1: footer or something? Or and you I was like this shit the... all, all myself. No. How, how is it the, anchored? So the the whole structure is actually just sitting on sitting on the footers.
2: So are you going to anchor it to the footers? Hmm? Like you're yeah. gonna you're, you, I mean, you're going to put a yeah. Otherwise, yeah. the whole fucking deck is going to. Uh, uh, otherwise, the whole, whole thing just gonna, could come up. Yeah, yeah, it'll just fly away. Yeah, I mean, we live in we we live in a very windy but state.
1: The uh you're,
2: uh you're building a wooden sail.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right now, it's basically it's anchored into two of, two of the footings. Um, I can't get the right. It's not. So, you it's know, not square. There, it's kind there, of a rhombus. There are r- weird little shortages of different things all over the country in <laughs> stores right now, because you know so much shit sitting out in L.A. on a boat, on a or boat. on a dock, on a boat, right. So, I'm waiting for several brackets to come in to actually secure the uh, the other two posts into the footings, basically.
2: Just sheet metal ankle, angle grinder and a fucking drill will do you just fine. Be awesome
1: if I had an angle grinder. Well, and then on top no, of that... I'm not going to spend 100 bucks on an angle grinder that the, I don't need.
0: The hot tub's going to be filled, and that thing's going to weigh a ton. Exactly. Like, probably close to an actual ton, and so it ain't going to move anyway. Exactly.
1: And for the most part, the structure's staying open air. The only, the only thing that's going to be actually solid that nothing can pass through is the roof, just so rain's passing over the area instead
2: of... Uh, you just want to go in, into... The, you You want to sit in a fucking hot tub during a thunderstorm because you're a fucking idiot. No,
0: he wants a place the kids won't bother him, so him and his wife will go outside and leave them in there for half an hour so they can have a conversation. So it'll be raining and they're not going to want to go outside and they'll be you know,
1: hanging out in the hot tub. Uh-huh. Now, actually, the reason for... The primary reason for a permanent structure is, and Rusty knows this. Our backyard, the entire thing slants from from the back of the house all the way to the back fence line. It all slopes down.
2: Yeah, which was fun when we were actually, you know, emptying out the pool because your neighbor down the you know down the way ended up getting kind of partially flooded. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Which Will.
1: means, I mean, I was okay with, I didn't like that neighbor anyway. Well, you know, but. Fuck them, I guess. Um. So, in order to have anything <laughs> like the hot tub, you have to, you have to flatten out to you have to level off an area. Well, the area I leveled off last year when I was just throwing it up real quick, like I threw it up in like a day, right? Because that's open to the rain and the deluges off of my roof cuz I don't have gutters on my roof line it
0: just slides has, right off
1: <laughs> has just start slowly eroded and washed out all of the leveling that I did undoing mm-hmm. all my work so primary reason for the structure is to keep that
2: from happening you should have just gone with like uh slap. Concrete. That don't that that doesn't go away, does it? I don't know. Does that work? Yeah, but
1: logistically, okay, slab. Yeah, I would have to pour uh-huh. a six-inch slab or more. Yeah, to keep it from getting washed out. Okay. Pave the world, I don't give a fuck. That would cost me double what this structure is costing mm, me. Whatever.
2: And you'd have a hard time trying to get that fucking cement truck in the back. You know, you'd ha- so you'd have to mix it yourself.
1: Yeah, basically. Or I'd have to basically wheelbarrow shit from a truck back there to pour. And Yeah. That's...
2: Fuck all that,
1: boys. Um, plus it'd be nice to be able to use it. All winter, because most of the time we don't really get heavy rain in the winter, most of the time if we get if we get uh Fucking any hot tub in the winter time, seriously, yeah, most of the time if we get moisture falling, it's usually like drizzles and whatnot, right, so being able to use it during the winter, cool.
2: I'm sorry, and I'm just, I'm mentally, ima- I have a mental image of icicle tits, and I have no idea why that happened, but uh, I, that's what happens from me being in the north, like, this, that kind of thing. You know, a hot tub in the wintertime? Yeah, no. There, I mean, it happens once. And then it freezes solid, and we call it an, a, a tiny ice skating rink.
1: Oh, I did all, all year last year. Mm.
2: You would be. You were an idiot. I mean, <clears throat> I don't... I, my, my filter's gone. Fuck. My
1: my body loves a hot tub.
2: Oh, I'm sure that my body would love a hot tub, too. But I live in an apartment. And I ain't sharing that with my motherfucking like,
1: you know, right? neighbors.
2: So. Yeah,
1: no, you have
2: nowhere to have one. But...
1: So, that's what... That's really what I've done all week. So, all the game I did was, like, Mobile gaming this week, which mm-hmm. I'll talk about later because I actually found a pretty good game, other than Knights of Pen and Paper.
2: Oh, okay.
0: You got anything on the on the docket there,
2: Rusty? Do I? Oh boy. Um. So yeah, I uh, I have uh, uh, I've gone insane. Um. I am. Uh, I, I I don't know. There's there's so many fucking things that's going through my mind, and some of it I can talk about, some of them I can't talk about because, you know, work and work and work and work. Um, but basically, um, uh, I'm hoping that here in the next week or two that shit will renormalize in my life and I'll be able to actually be able to sleep for more than two hours at a time. Um, Good luck. Yeah, I I mean it would it would be really nice. Um I I have been full on escaping literally you know living normal life by playing MMOs and I mean it's working but it's uh it's not healthy. Uh <laughs> So um uh, in in the process of doing all of that I'm trying to uh to to stay keto. Uh, it's really hard because all I want right now is a big pizza. I really want Margot's pizza right now. I I would order like a lot. Um, so uh, so I've been f- and I've had a fucking sweet tooth like crazy. Like I, I've been looking for fucking like alternatively alternatively sweetened fucking sweets like using stevia and whatnot to uh you know to you know to to hit this fucking sweet tooth and just fucking like kill it because every so often that just happens. Uh and then I was just running through fucking Amazon because that's what you do, right? Right. Uh and uh I'm like, you know, we were you know, Justin and I were talking you know one night about, you know, different kinds of pork rinds uh that we could get you know, he was looking for, you know, he had uh, found some, like, fucking nacho, uh, like, was it nacho cheese? Basically, like, Doritos, almost.
0: They taste a lot like Bugles, like nacho cheese Bugles, because of the way that pork rinds taste, mm-hmm. but not sponsored, but Baconette's has flavors now. Yeah. um, that are all, so far, the queso ones are good. The queso ones, yeah, that, that's they're the They're very good. The hot ones have always been good. Right. And what's the other flavor I got? I got... Oh, the Flamin' Hot Cheetos version of yeah. them are fucking delicious.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, and I'm looking around for those specific flavors. Like, I am looking to see whether or not I can get those, because he's like, oh, well, I can get them from Walmart, blah, blah, blah. And I look at my fucking Walmarts, and they're like, nope. Uh, you can order them, but they're like, you know, two-ounce packages, like single fucking, you know, serving packages, and... uh uh, And it's going to take a week to get here, and you have to fucking, like, get the variety pack with all the other flavors you hate. Um, Like, oh, f- fuck all that noise. So I'm looking at Amazon, I'm like, pork rinds. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to order fucking pork rinds from Amazon. Go figure, eh? right? <clears throat> I mean, and, um, I'm surprised you haven't
1: transitioned to doing all your grocery shopping there.
2: I know. You suck. And you can take those away from me, you Sour Patch Kids bastard. Um, so I, um, so I ended up finding these, uh, the, you know, a a set of pork rinds that, uh, that intrigued me because I didn't even know that this was even a possible flavor. I found churro pork rinds. These are sweet cinnamony pork rinds. And, I didn't even think that the, uh, that pork rinds could be sweet. sweet. Normally you think of it as savory or hot or whatever, you know, you you know normally you get like barbecue and fucking sea salt and vinegar and fucking that's the that's normally what you get for pork rinds. Yeah. I didn't know whether or not fucking churro would actually come through. Um and I had ordered these uh i i had ordered these i ordered a tub of these they come in big fucking like big tubs um i ordered one about a week ago uh i was going to bring it for last podcast but we did it remote uh so after the podcast i said fuck it i'm not waiting another week i opened it up and uh you know and uh it it disappeared i i don't know where it went but it was delicious <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, I, I said okay. After I finished that tub, I'm like, oh fuck! I accidentally, uh, and I said okay. Now, now I have to order another one. These are 15 bucks a tub. There you 15 bucks a tub, which is like, I don't know, maybe like a bag and a half of you know of uh, of your normal like two dollar fucking you know stuff, but I needed to. Buy another one so that I could share it and I wanted to share it on the podcast. Uh oh. And that is. Here we go. This is, this is, uh, this is the, uh, the audio um, unboxing. The audio unboxing of a tub of pork rinds. You, sir, need to give those a try. Um, uh, fucking crunchity crunch and all that shit. And, uh, uh, so he grabs one and crunches down and he grabs another one almost immediately that's like crack i know right that's like that 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 is not what you expect from a pork rind not even a little bit i mean normally pork rinds have kind of like a a, a, a bitter aftertaste like
1: oh damn that doesn't even taste like a pork rind
2: no it doesn't
1: like, I feel more like I'm eating a cinnamon rice cake.
2: That's pretty much what it tastes like. It's kind of a cinnamon rice cake. It's, um... Oh, damn, that's good. I know. And, uh, so these are pork rinds that are cooked in coconut oil uh, and seasoned with cinnamon and monk fruit extract.
1: That would... Explain why they're a little lighter.
2: Right, the the coconut oil. Uh huh. Yeah, they're. Um. I mean, they smell good. They smell just like a churro. Uh, they they taste fantastic, and yeah, uh, well worth the fifteen dollars per tub. I
1: actually can't believe that's not rice or bread. That I mean, it says
2: pork rinds. Like, I mean, that's damn good for uh for a keto snack i think i found a winner <laughs>
1: i mean that will definitely help you with your sweet tooth
2: yeah because it's i mean it's only it's not overly sweet it's just you know it's just barely there right you normally a churro is like basically covered in sugar like it's it's one of those things it's it's basically a mexican donut right yeah these are good <laughs> these are really good <laughs> So so he's going to take a picture of the label now so that he can go find it. <laughs> $15 a tub, <laughs> but worth every fucking penny. <laughs> Damn. That's fucking delicious. So uh that, that that's my uh my product sponsorship. You know, we're not sponsored. Grab another one. Um but this is if you're if you're wondering what the uh, the product name is, if you're looking on Amazon for them right now, it's Old Uncle Porter uh, Porkers, Old Uncle Porkers, artisanal coconut oil fried pork crisps in the churro flavor. They have a bunch of different flavors. This is the like their dessert flavor. I decided I'd give them a try just to see, but um, they have like four or five different flavors, um shit, you found a winner, sir, yeah, winner, winner, chicken dinner, God damn, <laughs> and when I told you these things are fucking amazing, I was not wrong, they're <laughs> and you know now you know keeps why diving
1: into that bucket like it's a bucket of pringles,
2: now you know why that one disappeared so fast <laughs> they were that's insane how good that is. <laughs> No carbs. No carbs, because it's all you know, sweetened with monk fruit. And that is, uh, you know, that is a uh, keto-approved freaking sweetener.
1: And as we know, monk fruit actually, of all of them, tastes the most like real sugar. Well,
2: it's I mean, it's it's got it's got its own flavor, but yeah, it, I mean, it you know, if you apply I, it you, like this, it yeah. doesn't. Uh, you don't know the difference. Um yeah i mean
1: that tastes just like regular cinnamon and sugar on
0: i'm gonna i know we're not sponsored i'm gonna post this on our twitter
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh so that is uh that is a thing that i found and is now uh now a staple um i that is that fills the uh uh the keto requirement while still being sweet enough to be a sweet tooth killer that's so, fucking delicious so yeah who would have thought fucking churro pork rinds um so i've been finding all kinds of shit like i've been you know uh i've been basically window shopping on fucking amazon for uh for a lot of shit uh and um the
0: do they want to sponsor us?
2: <laughs> can we have, like, freebies, please? Uh, we, we I, I'm thinking about picking up some of the other flavors. If it, I mean, those are quality pork rinds. Like, the ones that you get from, you know, the $2 bags, those are, uh, I mean, they're serviceable as pork rinds. But, like I said, they're kind of bitter. Um, or they have a bitter aftertaste, at least to me. Um, you can tell the difference in quality. Uh their other you know i'm curious to see if their other flavors have you know are are as good as these uh which is i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> a very a very very good he's <laughs> he keeps they're not on up.
0: they're not on twitter they're not on twitter no
2: are you shitting me i was oh. looking they need to be holy fuck um old uncle porkers. If you're like by one in a billion chance, listening to this man, fucking like make a Twitter, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, I I've been uh, doing some uh, doing some extra, you know, sh- you know, shopping for shit. Like I, I have, uh, I have a, uh, a, a bad downstairs neighbor. Let's just put it that, you know, that way. Uh, my downstairs neighbor uh, she can she can go fuck herself um, I don't care if she listens or not uh, she can go fuck herself she's she's the kind of downstairs neighbor that if I walk through the house wrong, she will pull out a fucking broom and hit the fucking ceiling so that it makes sound in my floor. Um, of course, she's the one that fucking like beat down my door one day because I was listening to music just a little bit louder than, you know, talking voice. Uh, and, um, I've, uh, I basically have to tiptoe around my fucking apartment around, you know, you know, and I live at night because I mean, that, that's just the way that shit works out. Uh, I stay on my night shift, even if, uh, even on my days off. Uh, so I basically try to stay as quiet as fucking possible in my house, and it's driving me kind of fucking insane. Um yeah. You know, I don't have big speakers. I have Bose Companion speakers, and they're not, like, they're not, they're, I mean, they're, like, a 100 bucks, you know, for a speaker set. Uh, and they don't, it's not a subwoofer. It doesn't have fucking a sub or anything like that. They get decently loud, but they're not, like, they don't thump like a good set of speakers do. Uh, and they also don't have the full range of sound that I like. Uh, so I, I've been thinking, you know, I've been thinking for a long time that I wanted to get a soundbar. Uh, and uh, there was, you know, something that popped up in my, uh, uh, in my feed because it was in collaboration with Final Fantasy 14 is the reason why it popped up. But, um the uh uh the there's a Panasonic Sound Slayer gaming soundbar, which was Sound Slayer. Sound Slayer. Uh that was designed, you know, in collaboration with the Final Fantasy fourteen, you know, sound team. Uh and uh it's basically just a, a, a little like it's an eighteen inch wide soundbar. For a computer that is, you know, supposed to have four, you know, a f- decent range of sound, like better than most computer speakers. Yeah. Uh, and it's got like a little miniature subwoofer in it and it's got different, you know, sound stages for different things. Like you can change, change it kind of like a, a, a TV soundbar. Uh, and I was looking at that, but I'm like, oh, fuck, it's got a subwoofer, which means it's going to rattle my fucking desk, and that means it's going to transfer the, to the floor, and then my fucking floor is going to get beat on because the downstairs neighbor bitch would fucking, like, get all uppity about me having my fucking speaker at you know at a higher decibel level than me fucking whispering. So I didn't know whether or not there was anything I could do about that. And then the next fucking thing that I see is that... uh that that same that that same uh, you know Sound Slayer brand makes a around your neck surround sound system and i'm like this looks weird as piss uh, Panasonic Sound Slayer wearable gaming speaker um also developed with the Final Fantasy 14 you know team uh, and it is supposed to provide a surround sound like setup in a way that it just kind of wraps around your neck and hangs on your shoulders almost. Uh, it sounds weird. Um, but you know, look them up. It's, uh, it's, it's a, it looks light enough. Um, but it's wired. So I don't know whether or not people would be super happy about that. Um, it's a brand new uh brand new thing. I was looking to see if there was any reviews for it online and I couldn't find any reviews. All I saw was like the uh, some news articles that had to do with like you know this is going to be a thing soon. Uh, apparently it's a new item to market so it hasn't been reviewed yet. Um not by anybody that I would Trust, as far as a reviewer is concerned, yeah, um, there are two hundred dollars for the fucking like you know the the sound bar's two fifty right now, you can get it for 50, you know fifty dollars off it's normally three hundred dollars for the sound bar or it's two hundred dollars for the for the shoulder speakers, and um I'm thinking about the shoulder speakers because I can turn those fuckers up and because they're on my fucking shoulders. They're not going to be like
1: vibrating the
2: floor, vibrating the floor, vibrating the desk or whatever's pissing off the bitch downstairs. So, um, so (laughs) I I sound, uh, I sound better because I am, um, (laughs) I, I would really like to be able to fucking enjoy a good loud experience. Right. um, and I'm not sure how what the audio output of these shoulder speakers are, but I imagine the speakers being that close to your, you know, to your ears, you wouldn't need it to be super loud, right? Um, the uh, the idea behind that is is sound. It's just, uh, it, I guess it's got a ten foot cable. You uh, connects to your PC using a uh, a USB A connection, uh, and uh,
0: That's standard USB, right? Right,
2: standard USB, um, and the uh, it's got four speakers on you know on the neck piece, and it's got a noise canceling microphone on the neck piece. I'm not sure how good the microphone is, but I I imagine it's probably about as good as a fucking microphone on a on a gaming headset. Um, I'm really thinking about getting the fucking shoulder set. I kind of want both. Because uh, <laughs> the this tub is going away fast. Um <clears throat> but yeah, the uh I'm I'm kind of want both. Just to, you know, just to get I uh, give it an idea. I'm going to I'm thinking of, I'm really thinking about ordering the fucking, you know, uh the the shoulder set and doing a review for it. Just do some for you. About your neighbor um, i well i mean I would really really like the sound bar because the soundbar is i mean it, it's really nice it uh it really it's got a really nice set of features to it like I've always really wanted a sound bar for some reason for my p c it's just it, it's more compact than you know than a you know, a set of computer speakers. Um, but
1: that would be a plus.
0: I mean, I can understand that. I, I couldn't deal. That actually segues me into something I do want to talk about. And I think I'm going to keep doing this occasionally because it's a passion of mine. For those of you who don't know, um, I'm a music collector with very specific tastes. hmm And I'm still to this day of buying CDs because I'm crazy. Um, but want to support art and support things that I like, right? And not to over oversell this, but, like, I have a pretty varied taste, right? Like, I like, I mean, there are parts of Lady Gaga that I like, right? Um, mostly because I've had a lot of fun with karaoke with it. Um, mostly <laughs> watching Casey sing Poker Face. Um, <laughs> but um, lately I've been, this year's been... Like, artists have been on lockdown all of 2020, right? And so some of them are coming up with some really weird stuff. Now, this is probably not the majority of the audience bag. But I will tell you, um, I have listened to an album that I feel like is going to be in my top five of all time that just came out. And this is a guy that has a YouTube channel that does sometimes game stuff. Uh, Real big Dark Souls fan. Um, So the YouTube channel is Dean Lamb. Um, him and his wife will learn songs on the fly that people, different artists give them. So they'll call it Four Levels of Death Metal, and what they do is they learn to play the songs rather humorously, but with very few takes. um, Very quickly, in a 20-minute format. So, already very talented, and they're able to pick apart stuff like this pretty quickly. Sometimes they don't do it, but it's just the challenge of, in 20 minutes we're going to learn, like, four songs. Um, And then you go to his main band which is off-the-charts insane. So he's in a band called Archspire. And there's a lot of hyperbole around the band, and I think there's some people that are really niche gatekeeping people in the metal community that really hate them because a lot of people that are not necessarily in that community like them. And it's the reason is they're really, really talented writers, but also incredibly technical writers. So they write really catchy stuff at a really really ridiculous gate. Um, like stuff that you normally only hear in techno. So between 200 and 400 BPM. Um, which is already really fast. Um, they just released an album today that I've already listened to 10 times. Jesus. Um, can't stop listening to it. And they've had singles out. Um, if you are into really heavy stuff um there's literally nothing else like it. There's going to be some people that are on the fringes that'll say stuff like, um, that are obscure or necrophages fans that are like kind of benchmarks for the genre. And those are good. Um, there's a band called Rivers of Nile that people like a lot. They're good too. None of these guys are that creative though. Um, that's Heresy. Necrophages, uh neoclassical metal band that, Wrote a lot of stuff that's really inspired by a lot of classical music, and they draw a lot of influence from that. But these guys have something about hooks, like earworms. Like a lot of these songs, the singles they released were stuck in my head at night because my ADD brain likes to think about different parts of songs. I really don't listen to words in songs; words almost never catch me unless it's Death Cab for Cutie. I really like the lyricists for that stuff. Yeah, that'd be it. Um, but yeah, that's uh, it's pretty intense. You're talking about the bass pissing off your neighbor. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about my uh, sub and me cranking that up today and possibly pissing off the neighbors down the street. But but I don't fucking care. It's my house. Nobody says anything. So. i uh,
1: I mean, start <clears throat> say I heard you playing Vikings from the driveway. Um, I know that wasn't
0: Vikings. That was probably one of the many different songs. Ah, uh, gotcha. But it, it's. It's on a whole nother level. I've never heard anything that's... So, I know you guys don't know much about this stuff. A lot of technical, really heavy technical music gets stuck in what I call wankery. It's... They write stuff that's hard to be hard.
2: Just because?
0: Yeah. Like, we're really talented. Let's write this really difficult riff or rhythm section or change time seven times. Right? But... Doesn't have good transition, doesn't have a good melodic hook, or it's like a band called Infinite Annihilator, which occasionally has a hook, but they write, like, 30 riffs a song at a blistering speed, and none of them are memorable.
2: So it's like... Yeah. Fucking System of a Down, almost. Um...
0: Yeah, and it's at a different level than that. I mean, I'll show you something later, but it's off the charts insane. Um, And, like I said, traditional song structures... On purpose, watching a lot of interviews with these guys. Yeah, we wrote a lot of hooks in this because we wanted people to get latch onto stuff. Yeah, it's pretty hard to play. Um, but we wrote what we wanted to listen to more than just what was difficult. Right. And then on top of that, it is it's incre- like if you start breaking it down in your head, it's like I can see what they did. They just took this hook and they added something to the hook, and they continue to add stuff to the hook. It's the only band I've heard that does the bass and the vocals are as hard as literally everything else. Like it's just ridiculous but anyways long story i digress like i'm not going to do a long feature on stuff like this but occasionally i hear something that i'm just like i haven't heard anything like this in ever it reminds me of think moments like this that i had was aster creep 2000 when i was a kid mm-hmm. and that being a landmark album for me um mm-hmm. of stuff that I'm still listen to today i really love that album a
2: lot i was i actually had a neighbor blasting that on, a, on my way out the door, I was listening, uh, they were listening to that. That I'm album like, still holds up. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, um, White Zomp, that's a really, really fucking good 90s
0: album, just yeah. like Super Unknown by Soundgarden.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, those are like fucking banger albums. Like, there's not bad tracks on those albums. But those are like the albums that I remember. I'm just like, fuck. Those were like genre-defining, like Soundgarden basically being a, 70, a heavy 70s rock band with a 70s rock vocalist who basically sounds like fucking... Um Led zeppelin, right um camp rubber mm-hmm. plant mm-hmm. um right um names, names. Uh, yeah. right <laughs> world'll never be the same, I mean, we lost Chris Cornell, but um, and that's how much my music tastes varied, like I really like soundguard, mm-hmm. I also really like fucking blast beats that are catchy, so and in 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 the world of like really heavy shit, there is literally nothing out there, even close to this, not not talking about there are people that are more talented. But there are not four people that gel together this way in a, in a heavy genre, that write hooks that are just ridiculous. Like it's just all earworm shit. And again, this work this week being a week worth of stuff, I beat Darkest Dungeon for crying out loud. I picked up the new Archspire. I got a promotion at my job, and my house is about to be refinanced. Like there's just so much going on right now in my head. Like, mm-hmm. it's an interesting week, which brings me to games games so i can mean, go back and forth because i know you want to you're right before you're about to jump into some pretty big changes with stuff right you're mm-hmm. about to jump into an expansion of final fantasy online mm-hmm. and you're about to jump into a certain beta mm-hmm. um darkest dungeon 2 is good 100 percent playable sweet does almost almost doesn't feel like early access almost almost needs controller support Okay, And a few of the barks, if you've played Darkest Dungeon, you know that there's little, like, um, word splashes that come from the characters on the screen, right, as they're saying things as status effects happen to them. Mm-hmm. The disease status effects all have the tagline for the disease and don't say anything. Ah, uh, so some development stuff. But they're adding more biomes, um, which is a thing. It is very much roguelike, but it plays better than the last Darkest Dungeon. The, for the first Darkest Dungeon, while cool as shit, I never beat. Um, it's because it's a, it's kind of a slog at certain points. This is a much quicker game. Um, so you basically had to build up a dream team in the original Darkest Dungeon and figure out who you wanted to save and who you wanted to fire. There's no firing in Darkest Dungeon 2. You lose people and you replace them at the next end. Um, it's going to take you a while, so... The currency in this is hope. Every time you do a run, no matter what happens in the run, you earn hope. And hope gives you item unlocks, so the different items you pick up along the way, character unlocks, um, and then there's another mechanic for getting character abilities. Every character can level up an individual ability once through the entire run. The idea with this game is to spend your money, your currency, all the time. Um, There'll be times you want to save it, but you've got like three different currencies, I can't remember them all. One's gold, one's like a type of relic, and one's something else, right? And so you spend that stuff as you see fit, because it doesn't help you if you're throwing shit away, uh, because you have too many items in your cart. Another way that it differs is Darkest Dungeon was a dungeon. You went under the manor and worked your way through the dungeon to get to the end of the dungeon, right, to get to the last boss.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: You're running to the evil on a path, and when you get to, when you get to the end of the path you're at the mountain and that's where the evil lives and you got to defeat the evil now i won't say what to do with that cuz i want you to experience it for yourself it's pretty cool but um it starts off the run you're in this cart you go up to a cart you sign the deed for your expedition you go pick up your four characters the original four the there's no priest to my to my knowledge so far or i, I can't vestal is that what it was jason yeah I haven't ran into a Vestal yet. I've unlocked a decent amount of the characters. But you start off with the Plague Doctor, the Highwayman, the Man-at-Arms, and the Grave Robber. And those are your starting classes. Okay. You can arrange them in any order. It's just like the last game, right? You arrange them on a grid of four spaces, and they have different abilities based on where they're at on that grid. Um, The difference is some of the abilities those characters had before work differently. Um, The Plague Doctor is your big de-stressor, Slash healer. So in the first game, he was kind of a shit healer. Uh, maybe I never got far enough in it to, a real, to realize his true potential. But in this game, if your character's below 50% health, he does decent healing. And he also clears status effects. He can use it three times in, in a match, and that's it. But you gain health as you go down the road. So really, it's just worth it to keep your guys between 25 and 50% during a match, unless you got somebody who's just like beating the fuck out of you. Um, you get items that you can use during your turn that don't affect your actual turn. So if you get an item that heals people and your guy's pretty low, you might as well just use the healing item because it'll have multiple usages and it doesn't affect you using your turn. Um, animations um, are top-notch. The same voice actor they use for the narration is the same. What are you? What are you? What are you doing over there? I, I'm sorry.
2: I'm what I'm listening to you. What? Show me
0: <laughs> black licorice flavored hot dogs, Halloweeners. <laughs> that's nasty sounding. <laughs> I, I can't imagine mixing the two of those. <gasps> Take my black licorice and Jaeger and that's it. Um. <laughs> anyways, but yeah, so those four characters work really well together, and I used that group once to beat the game. And I use that group plus the Jester and place of the Grave Robber to beat the other run. Um, the key to this game versus the other game is literally keeping your hope hot or your stress super low. And what your characters do is they build relationships with each other as they go. Because they'll give you a surprise heal. They'll join in on an attack. They'll de-stress each other if, if their relationship set us as high. And if you do something that affects another character that influences it, or let's say your grave robber gets hit by an enemy and then your man at arms goes in and smashes that enemy right after that guy gets hit. Well, they'll form a positive bond over that. Now, if they have a negative bond going though, it'll actually go in reverse. And then once they start to melt down, they lose huge chunks of health. So it'll knock them down. Like if they have a meltdown, they'll go down to like two health. Um, but this, but the stress bar is only 10 bars long and so after you hit your big stress out event you'll possibly possibly gain a negative quirk you'll ruin your relationship with somebody but the stress bar will go all the way back to
2: zero and it'll start from scratch so 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 what you're saying is if i can apply this to real life if i stress out enough i'll finally hit a breaking point i will gain a negative quirk i will break a relationship and then I'll be fine? Basically. Man, I'm at 9 out of 10 bars, I'm, pr- I'm telling you right now. <laughs>
0: we, but long story short, um,
2: there's an ability
0: called, I can't remember, but it's like an encourage ability that the Plague Doctor has. Mm-hmm. That's the first one you upgrade. Because it de-stresses everybody when it's upgraded by one tick. Every time you cast in, it's only got like a 3-turn cooldown. So you basically just hit it on cooldown if you've got any stress on the board. And then your the next ability you upgrade is the Man-at-Arms has a Bolster ability, which clears certain status effects, like uh, it's one that you take 50% extra damage, but when it's upgraded, it has a chance to heal stress too, and it has no cooldown. It's just every turn you can blast it. So between the two of them, you can manage your stress, and they'll get to a point where they're healing each other, attacking with each other, um continuing to remove stress for each other without you having to do it on your own. Just almost automatically. So you have a super happy party by the time you get to the end of the game. Like, you're fucking, like, just mowing through shit together. Um... And that's the secret to beating this game. Is managing stress levels. Keeping it as, as one or zero as much as possible so you're building relationships between your characters. Um... Which sounds goofy, but it's fun. Um...
2: I would play it completely differently. You're I mean, like, it's... look, all y'all are going to be fucking insane. You're going to have, like, ten fucking, you know, uh, negative quirks. You'll have a third arm growing from your fucking asshole. I don't go fuck. You're well, gonna... some of the negative quirks have... Positive abilities? Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it's good to
0: get a negative quirk. Um, but you can <laughs> remove those. So, like, basically you go through a run. For a long time, my first six or seven runs, I was lasting 15 or 20 minutes. Until I figured out that one trick of, oh, this removes stress. Because what would happen is they'd all melt down. they get to the point where they're basically attacking each other and like canceling out each other's moves. And every time they do a meltdown, they drop down to almost no health. And so I get super stressed out, and then I wouldn't even make it to the first end. It's like, fuck, man, this game's brutal as hell. And then I... It's like, this de-stresses. Mm. And you get one start, one, action, one uh, upgrade point at the first end. Okay. Before you really even start. So I was like, will upgrade that. See how that changes the run. changes the whole fucking run.
2: Right. You just gotta, the whole fucking keep, game. You just got to keep everybody distressed and be like, look. Yeah. It ain't that bad.
0: And you've got a couple of really cool things that are interesting. So before you would heal at the in-between stuff, right? Like you could eat food while you're on a run. Or your Vestal could go through and heal your guys up. Like top them off in battles. None of that shit. Because you can only heal it below 50% with the Plague Doctor. So you heal as the cart's rolling and then you heal at these basically these doctor's tents. I can't remember what they're called. But anyways, you run into a field hospital and you can remove negative quirks from the field hospital for gold. Or I think they're relics. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, Or you can heal people up. So you can use it, but you can't remove stress there. And then when you get to the end, you pick up items that along your run that you can only use at the end. So like you can get food that they can munch on and give them more you know health back, and then a whole bunch of different stress items. So the stress stuff isn't per character. You don't camp and then de-stress like you did in the other game.
2: Gotcha. Um, there isn't you, a centralized location. You're doing it on the road.
0: Right. So you, this time you got to make it to the end to get any of those perks. But if you can keep your stress low, you can use all those stuff to boost your good and remove negative quirks even at the end. Sweet. But overall... Um, very highly playable. I, I do wish it could play on a controller, but it does just fine on PC. Um, and that's not even telling you the half of it. That's just like my summary so far of Darkest Dungeon being a fucking badass game. And I finally feel like I'm good at Darkest Dungeon because I figured it out. And then Jason walked in as I just unlocked the leper and the uh, occultist. And so I was trying out a run, trying to figure out the leper while Jason was here. I'll give you another tip. Right? Because I just figured it out while Jason was here. We were waiting on you because you are mad. Um, <sighs> fuck off. There's an ability the leper has that cures his blindness. Because <clears throat> without that, he has a 75% chance to miss. So you kind of have to, like, load him up, basically. You run the first ability once. He's got, like, self-heals and self-block shit and taunts and all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. But you do that so you can do his big half-sword slam um and then after that the leper's good but before that if you try to swing while he's blind um he fucking sucks um and then i also realized that with occultist i really should be using the whole heel as a clutch heel because i stacked 20 bleed on my grave robber with my occultist and like fucking almost killed her all of his heels cause have a chance to cause bleed mm. but he's got really big heels yeah because you know he's sacrificing a little bit of your health i'm doing some blood magic
2: Look, it's called bloodletting. All right, you just gotta get the old, you know, the bad blood out. Uh, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta balance the humors, and uh, and, and be, you know, you'll be all right, right? Yeah. And if you get this soon, I think by the time I post this, the sale'll
0: still be going on. Epic will give you a ten dollar coupon. It is an Epic exclusive for the first year. Um, they'll give you a ten dollar coupon, so you can buy it for sixteen bucks, like I did. Sweet. So. Rusty. What's uh new in Final Fantasy? What's what's new on your horizons?
2: Fuck me, dude. Uh so Final Fantasy's been kind of a is this, this is kind of the lame duck period in between. Uh we're getting information trickling out uh, uh about the uh you know about the new expansion you know coming, uh which is coming on the nineteenth. Well the early access for it is in the 19th basically it's release. Um uh, if you pre-ordered it, you you get access to it on the nineteenth, uh, which I have. Um, so it's pretty much um, uh, right now. It's just like preparing for the expansion, I'm just finishing up some of the shit that you you know that you want to get done, uh, and you know just prepare for the expansion. I'm just clearing out a bunch of quests that I've got, clearing out my inventory, selling a bunch of shit uh that i'm not going to need in, uh, in the next expansion is just getting ready um though we did uh we, we did a thing um so i i had it in my uh, i had it in my head that you know I, I play with my buddy um most you know um most mornings and evenings right you know be, you know before and after his you know his shift i'll i'll play with him for for a while, so, it's work. You know, he streams on Twitch. I've been talking about him before. Yeah, he's um, uh,
0: your like lifelong partner.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, we've known each other since kindergarten. So, um, so that's the thing. Um, I told him, I said, look, I know, I know this is freaking nuts. Uh, in in the game, there is these really short characters, like fucking almost look like you know they look like potatoes we call them potatoes they're called lalafels um and uh the lalafels are basically like almost child height or smaller uh they're like the dwarf class like the gnome class right they're fucking tiny um uh and i said you go lala i'll go lala until we go uh, until Endwalker hits, uh, I, I I play a Catboy, boy, uh, or a makote in the game. Catboy. Uh, it's basically they look like normal human human beings, but they've got you know f- you know fluffy ears and tail. That's pretty much all it is. Like that's that's what a makote is. Rusty has embraced his furry. Well, I mean, there's there's Hrothgar, which are basically lion men. Uh, if I wanted to go full furry, I'd be Haraszkar, and I, and I was for about like you know uh, six months. Um, I knew it,
1: king of the furries.
2: Look, look, I earned it. Um, I uh, I I said, hey, you go lala, I'll go lala, and it's like they have the most annoying voices because they sound like kids but they're basically made of pure evil. In the story, they're basically pure evil. <laughs> um so uh uh so uh, he, he said all right, fine, fuck you and then he went and did it. And that, not, that, that means that I have to go do it. Uh so I uh I can show you guys um around the table some of the shit that you know, that we've, that I've done, uh, but, uh, I have to, uh, I have to scroll up in my, in the discord here. Um, oh my God, keep going. All right. It's, it's, it's basically that, okay. So this, this is what my character was like just before, I made the change. You have to go naked to uh, uh to make the make the change happen.
0: Uh-huh. I, I didn't see.
2: I know. I'm Sub-likely turning it up story. So, you have to take all of your gear off to make, you know, to change. That's that's what my character was like beforehand. Uh the login queue just happened to be like perfectly uh perfectly placed on on that picture. Uh which covers up the small clothes or underwear. Uh, and makes my uh, character look totally fucking naked. Um, that was before. Just the way Rusty likes. That was before. This is my character after.
1: <laughs> oh god, it's a chibi Wait. with pointy ears.
2: This, this is my what character. After. Uh, uh, yeah, that is and what. now I, you
0: know why I'm not. This drawn is a lollipop this,
2: <laughs> this this is a lolifel. It looks like a little child. Um, looks like a little chibi. Uh, and, uh, I immediately covered it up with a frog suit. (laughs) (laughs) So what's what's the appeal of this? Uh, it it was basically just a dare. Like I I told Leorg to, uh, you know, that if he did it, I would do it. He did it. So I, I I had extra advantages from, you know, from, a previous sale, they were, like, on sale for, like, two fifty dollars or some shit per Fantasia. So I bought, like, five of them. Um, normally, they're, like, $10 a piece um, on the cash shop. So I, I bought, like, five of them. I only used a couple of them. Uh, and uh, he went and bought a fucking Fantasia, turned into a Lala. I'm like, all right, fine, fuck it. So for the next few weeks, I'm going to be a Lala. Uh, and I I'm only going to change back into... Uh, into Catboy uh, for you know when the expansion hits. So from now until uh, November nineteenth, I am I am am I am a I am a, uh, a child of evil. Um, <laughs> so that was a, that was one of the things. It's it's so different because my character was tall, like you know a normal normal height. Uh, so when you change your uh, character to a Lolifel, which is like super short. Uh, everything you when you run, you run at the same speed as the normal, like you know, tall people. So it looks like you are fucking like zooming across the fucking. It's the same as
0: when you played a gnome in WoW.
2: Right. It's it's just like you fucking like you feel like you're going fast. Like you fucking you feel like you just put a fucking rocket in your ass. Yeah, I think I had a gnome rogue for a little bit that I was fucking around <laughs> with just because I thought it was funny. Right. And this is just this is just something of a, like fucking crazy. Um, and of course I put the, uh, the frog suit on and then there is, uh, then I've got another suit that I, uh, that, that I, that I found that is equally as fucking cute. Uh, yeah, this doesn't appeal to me at all. Uh, this is, this is the Chocobo suit. Uh, <laughs> so I've been, uh, uh, been rocking the frog in the Chocobo suit. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a pig suit in there too, um, I haven't I haven't bought the pig suit yet, but I think I will. Um, but yeah, it's just a just odd little fun. You got to make a, make a little bit of fun in the kind of the downtime in between, um, you know, content. And really, there isn't a whole lot of wait. There's only a couple weeks left of waiting for Endwalker. Endwalker looks phenomenal so far. Um, there is. A lot of hype going on in the Final Fantasy community for Endwalker. Um, the the new classes or the new jobs and you know in the game uh, Sage and Reaper look fantastic. The changes to the current classes are very well received including Summoner. Um, and there's I mean the only one that's really kind of getting shit on right now is Scholar because there isn't a whole lot of changes to Scholar and they, they get an ability that makes people run faster uh, for a healer. Um, that's not super great, but people people are memeing on it. Um, but the uh, the biggest appeal for me is, of course, the story. I play that game for the story. Um, and this is the culmination of eight years worth of storytelling uh, in one expansion. Um, this is the... The, the, the final chapter of the first book and they've already said in, in in an interview that the game is not only going to continue it is uh, Square Enix's biggest money maker over all final fantasies it is their biggest money maker and that they're going to continue to uh, to develop for this game uh, they have a 10- year plan. And they're going to quote spare no expense, so that means that there's going to be a, a lot more content for this game coming, you know, coming in the future, and that is that's only good. Like there's well,
0: with all the WoW players, I think it's probably getting to be close to the most popular MMO.
2: Well, it's always kind of been in the second place. That's probably uh, closer to first place right now. It's evening out to the point where uh, it it has kind of traded blows with uh, World of Warcraft over the last couple months uh, for first uh, for first spot um, for active users, um, not necessarily subscribers because WoW reports subscribers as like historical subscribers, uh, but um, you know Final Fantasy has uh, you know just. You know, recently put out there that they had 24 million, uh, which is pretty fucking that's a, crazy.
0: That's a pretty big number.
2: Yeah, that's pretty fucking crazy for uh, for a game that runs a monthly subscription. So that's pretty good, um, and I can only see more success coming from them. Um, so yeah, that's, there's uh, there's a bunch of stuff that's happening right now in uh, in, in Final Fantasy that's just basically. Uh, you know, housekeeping up until Endwalker's release. Once Endwalker's release, you're going to hear a lot of it from me um, because I'm going to jump right into the new Sage class. I'm going to be able to, uh, you know, I'm going to try to power through as much of it as I possibly can in the first day or two. Uh, and then we'll, re- you know, have a recording that, you know, that weekend. So I'll be able to tell you at least my first impressions. Um but before that happens um in the meantime uh, lost ark will be doing a uh, a closed beta and of course it's already been you know known and i've already said here that i have bought into lost ark um i hope it's worth it yeah well i mean i i really do too cuz i spent 100 bucks on it um i bought their platinum pack and i said fuck it i'm i'm you know i'm going to play this game um in the platinum pack, or pretty much any of the pre-order packs, um, you can uh, you can get you know access to their closed beta. Um, the closed beta is not under NDA. Um, people can stream it, uh, and uh, I'm going to be reporting on that as soon as it you know uh, as soon as that becomes a thing. I'll have about a day or two to play the closed beta, and I will have first impressions after November 4th, which will be next week's episode. Um, that is, you know, that is a MMO that's been kind of on the radar for a while. Um, it's been, uh, it's been talked about for a couple, a uh, couple of years. It's a Korean MMO that's being brought over to the West. And now you know, the details that, Amazon has uh has provided for the the western release is the um most of the content the most of the quality of life content that happened in Korea is being applied to the very first version of the uh of the North American release. So it's going to have a lot of like the streamlined starts and um the the quest lines going to be, you know, uh it's it, all of the quests and all of the content that you know that they've well not all of the content but most of the content that they've got available in Korea is going to be available to us. Uh, they're keeping I think one expansion back uh, so that they have content to provide later. I think, um, and then eventually the releases will coincide. It takes a lot to Westernize um, you know that game because there is a lot of questionable. Uh, cash shop practices on the Korean side and the Russian side, uh, like for instance, paying real you know uh, paying a currency bought with real world money that will allow you to get extra loot from raids. Um, that wouldn't fly in the U.S. Uh, it wouldn't fly in you know like the North America and European you know sections I of the world. Would say yeah, uh... um, because it's that's buying power basically, you know, you know, and there's a number of different things that they're changing with the cash shop in lost Ark for the, uh, uh, for the European and, uh, and North American release that basically removes almost all of that, uh, all of the, you know, the, what I would consider scummy shit from, uh, from the Korean release. Uh, so it's, you know, anything that's available in the cash shop should be available to be, you know, earnable in game in some way, shape or form. Uh, and you're going to be able to trade gold with people who buy the real world currency. So you can, you know, there is a currency exchange in the game so that if you want to buy the real world currency from people with earnable gold in the game, you can do that so that you could. Uh, Buy the stuff in the cash shop. Um, It's not a perfect solution. Of course, you know, there are games out there that use that kind of thing where you trade real world money for in-game currency. Um, WoW tokens come to mind uh, and it's not a, you know, not ideal, Um, but it still uh, provides an option for people who do not want to, you know, open up their uh, wallet for this stuff. I'll give it a shot once it's in regular release. I mean, uh, it's going to be free to play, so you can, you know, and you that's can. That's what it I up. plan on
0: doing. Um, I'm not going to be as crazy as Rusty. I'm interested, but I'm not paying hundred dollars.
2: Well, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't recommend anybody to buy a hundred. You know, buy the hundred dollar pack. I mean, I did because I'm fucking nuts. Um, and uh, there is a there's a there's a couple bonuses to it i wouldn't even i wouldn't even consider it being like worth a hundred dollars worth of uh of that thing but i basically just kind of wanted to lock it in and at the time i purchased it i didn't know exactly when the date was going to be released uh, and i wanted to have access to the you know the beta which i thought was going to be months ago um but they had delayed it and delayed it and delayed it which is fine i don't care if they delay it as long as it comes through, you know, comes out and it doesn't break people's fucking video cards. Fucking looking at you, new world. Um but uh yeah. Um if you are interested in a isometric style MMO, which it does, it is not an ARPG, it is an MMO. Um give you know give new world a look and you can give it a try when it comes out uh it comes out early next year um and if you're looking to get into the beta for it like i said november 4th uh there is a website that you can register for uh for free access to the you know to the beta and if you just wanted to get access to the beta for november 4th you can do the pre or uh the you know the uh the basic package uh for pre order and I think it's fifteen bucks. You know, is the lowest, you know, barrier to entry if you wanted to get like guaranteed access to it. So that's you know, that's what I'm uh what I'm looking forward to. So it's gonna be Lost Ark next week and then Endwalker for like three or four fucking weeks after that.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say I showed Jason a little bit of this tonight. I haven't gotten very far, but Age of Empires four just dropped. Um and things of note. So yes, it's an RTS. Um, everything's happening in real time. I haven't played a lot. I've gotten in part way into the second mission. One thing that was just different and a little bit cool that they're doing. And this is a Game Pass. Not trying to, sh- not trying to shill,
2: but um, we're so far into fucking F- F- oh I want this fucking Game Pass. Uh, like look, fucking Game Pass is good, good fucking money that you could spend. For fucking good fucking games. It's it it's Microsoft pay me. <laughs> I mean <laughs>
0: I don't spend that much and when I'm trying to save money, like I don't know what expenses I'm gonna have with this refi, right? So this is one way that I have money to do that, right? I have some extra money because I'm not spending it on random games right now. Um But I was showing Jason like the there's little history lessons there. So the first battle is the Battle of Hastings, right? And then the first video of that is a real video shot of where it's at with a little history lesson on how we know about the Battle of Hastings and who is involved and what happened based on some tapestry, right? And complete with full 4k HDR video, um, with like little overlays of what was going on using some of the game engine over the top of this real video that they shot. Um, that's very professionally shot um and then when i beat the battle of hastings it went into like how castles were made and went to this whole like archaeological like clip of like this 16 year project that's going on in europe and it like kind of explains what's going on and how castles are built and all this other stuff and it's just random like extra history stuff
2: wait wait, what you're learning from a video game no this can't be a thing this can't be a thing like this a pretty kid safe like if that's what i was actually telling jason I was
0: like this be something you can play on the main tv like you got little history lessons going on like there's a little bit of blood i'm pretty sure there's probably some kind of version of that that doesn't have blood um and then it's an
2: rts and then it's age of empires and it looks really good um i mean i didn't know what a tribuche was i mean r- 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 just for context the la- the first time I played Age of Empires well, it was like in the '90s. Wasn't it? Was like, yeah, it was in the '90s. Like,
0: I, I was. I knew what a trebuchet was because I had some board game that my parents bought me, or you had trebuchets and you broke down each other's castle. Oh uh, yeah, not well, remember what it was? It was all powered by rubber bands.
2: Oh yeah, that rubber band one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um. No, I didn't know exactly what a trebuchet was until I had played Age, uh, Age of Empires. Uh, like siege weapons were a thing in Age of Empires, and I was like, Yeah, uh, battering rams I knew about, um, because yeah, battering rams, um, but trebuchets were like, I thought they were just like a different style of catapult, but I was wrong that it uses all kinds of different forces, um, but yeah, I mean, Age of Empires has always been, you know, uh. Uh, educational in some way, I guess, in my mind. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that, you know, surprised to hear that they have ba- basically full on movie documentary style shit for <laughs> in betweens.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, it's first impression is like, oh, this is different. That's kind of neat. I kind of like this. I like history. Um, and I watch a lot of random documentaries on stuff like that all the time
2: my youtube is basically full of fucking documentaries science videos i use youtube to learn shit uh you know in easily i uh easily i digestible ways uh my words don't work well, today
0: there's not a lot of 4k content available on demand through tv providers so with the tv provider i'm watching right now Um, there's a lot of free 4K content that's just like the history of a thing, right? So it's like the history of Boston, and it's a bunch of aerial shots of Boston, and what happened, and how Boston was made, and founded. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Um, And So that's some of the random stuff sometimes, like if I'm having a slow day at work, I'll play a documentary, or stream it in here, and watch it while I'm like working or something, right? Yeah. Just kind of good background um, while I'm doing something else, but Yeah, I watch way more of that than I do actual TV. Um,
2: So, well, I don't watch TV at all. Fuck, my TV hasn't even turned on in years. Well, that being said, though, like, I really
0: didn't play a whole lot else. Um, This is a pretty chaotic week with me trying to get stuff ready in case I got a promotion. And then I got the promotion and then I had to execute all the things that I set up, not realizing it was gonna I had other things I didn't account for.
2: Right. Well.
0: And so literally it was just I was probably gaming maybe an hour a night. Um I could talk a little bit of Age of Darkness, but I haven't gotten far enough into that so far to really give any kind of impression. Um I've literally dicked around with it for an hour and got to the first dread night or whatever they call it. Basically, it's kind of like They Are Billions. I mean, I guess I'll just dive into what it is so far that I can tell. You have, it's a real-time strategy where you're building up a base, and you're setting it up to prepare for hordes of enemies. And then on the fourth night, um, there's a horde that comes at your base. Um, It touts that it can do more enemy AI than they are billions. Um, And it's a bunch of ghouls and monsters and stuff like that. Um, you've got like a hero unit that you can upgrade and then you create, um, buildings that create units essentially. Um, and then you got to farm resources while you're, so basically the, the days that aren't night, basically you send your scouting party around finding out where resources are and doing battles to keep your guy leveling. And then you get to a horde night basically, and all this like fog rolls in and, you have to have your place lit, otherwise things spawn in your area. Now, granted, the walls have torches on them. Your base, any structure has torches on them. But if you don't have a structure, you better have some kind of torch building there. You don't unlock the torch until you go through research. So, wait, so you...
2: shit okay. can spawn in your base. Oh, that's nice. But it's fairly easy to counter. Wait. So, you 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 don't figure out that fire goes on a stick... Uh, until you you... build like
0: a watchtower, which is like a lighthouse kind of thing.
2: Okay. But then again, if you have a watchtower, do they not have lights? It's like telling me that you, it's telling me that you don't know how to, you know, to make it a torch, but you have a lantern. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm just, I just. I went an expensive
0: route the first time I failed and just started building gates that have torches on them in the middle of my map while I was waiting on torch technology. Okay. And then the third run that I tried to get past the first night, I figured out what watchtowers were before that happened. And then had a watchtower in the one spot in my area that was dark. Um, but the first horde is not horrible. It's totally beatable if you have some kind of defenses up. But, I mean, you can get upgrades where you can light your walls on fire, essentially. um, Or have these big flamethrower turret things, basically. Somehow that's medieval, I don't know. Um, You have, like, trebuchets and catapults and all sorts of shit. And from what I understand, the major resource you need is iron and stone uh, to get to a point where you can uh, really start building up your defenses. But... You get a general idea of where the horde's going to come from, and then that's where you kind of reinforce your stuff. But watching, I watched somebody who was streaming a clear of this. Um, Looks like it took him about four hours to do a clear. And it was... I think it said that there were, like, 50,000 units that he was fighting. Jesus. And he had his whole wall filled with, like, catapults and, like, walls like six layers deep that were made of stone and fucking catapults and ballistae and archers and all sorts of shit and it's just watching the counter go down as he was just mowing them down by like I think he's mowing down like 50 at a time like it was crazy like how fast he was decimating shit but it was crazy how much damage they were doing to his shit but anyways that's it's a you know RTS slash strategy turtling game um which is up my alley I'll play more of it it is kind of intense I think I really want to learn Age of Empires a little bit slower. I don't know what I want to play this weekend. I want to play something like that. Oh, and I'm still playing Disciples Liberation. That's continuing to be better. Um, so far, I like it pretty well. A couple of minor bugs, but they've updated it a few times since I've played it last already. Anyways, we
2: ought to go to a break. Yeah, let's go ahead and take a break. Uh, we'll be back. Right. and had his uh relief fucking constitutional he went in there and fucking wrote the goddamn constitution
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh well, at least i'm not passing gas in this room it's, that's it's, true
2: i, I appreciate You're that welcome. very very small space i had to i had to i had to kill you um <laughs> yeah so
0: i uh Made Rusty listen to a few tracks of that band.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. And Rusty's not really a metal fan. Well, I'm not. I don't listen to that. I don't listen to. Uh, so it's it's not necessarily. So. You're,
0: you're as much of a heavy music fan as I
2: am of an electronic music fan. Okay. dubstep L- fan, maybe. You, you, you listen to it. I listen you to can some dubstep. You can I, appreciate are, some of it, but it's not something that you you, you go to. It's very specific things for me. There's
0: probably about 50 albums I have that are, like, really hardcore electronic. Okay. I went through a
2: phase where I was really into IDM type stuff. Okay. Well, I mean, most of what I listen to is uh, is uh, electronic or EDM or something it, that's up, upbeat. Three three bands
0: I'll name that I listen to a lot. Howjob, Apex Twin, Otiker. Okay. So those would be the, you know... Late nineties, early two thousands, electronic stuff.
2: Yeah, that's that's, that's what, old. That's what we call old. Yeah, uh, you. Can... I'm
0: not. I'm not going like
1: Kraftwerk old. I'm
2: going. No, you're. You're. Although I do have a Kraftwerk album. Eh. Start saying mine's
1: like Aphex Twin and Daft Punk, and that's pretty much. I listen mine... to some Daft
0: Punk. Daft, Daft is... Punk's catchy.
1: Yeah. That's mm. pretty much where mine ends. And Me, I like
2: Misa Sad. <laughs> and I like
1: Daft Punk before Tron. Okay.
0: Well, they've been around a billion years, like
2: dude, dude. Daft Punk with their Alive album when they were doing the fucking you know Alive tour, that fucking album is killer. Yeah. I love that fucking album. The and I mean, I I've, I've been kind of into the, like There is a
0: phase. This is this will tell you my age, right? I mean, I'm almost forty years old, but I have friends that are much older than me um throw kill cult like that was something i listened to quite a bit way with 11 rockets KMFDM. The mode kmfdm yeah mm-hmm. um the stuff that's more industrial or not so industrial too but anyways i digress i went and showed rusty something way different than normal and i told you it's a little bit catchy there's it's
2: I, it is it is very loud but and it is but there's some nuances in it and that's and that's that's something that I don't get from that kind of metal, um, very often. It's more they they do a whole lot of shock value where they're just like in your face the entire fucking time. And this has, this has peaks and valleys. This has uh, this has rhythm, and it does have you know like the hooks you uh, hooks you were talking about. It has it sets the hook you know early on, and that carries through, and. It might get crazy and it might get like totally to the point where you're fucking like, okay, I'm listening to noise right now. And then afterwards it just goes back to that hook and you're like, oh, oh, that's where it's at. It's way deep in there somewhere. And then they'll change it just a tiny bit and then they'll go on to the next section. It's a, it's, it's a different experience. Yeah.
0: You can listen to pretty three tracks on YouTube right now. Um, Actually, I didn't only show you one of them. Right. Um, drone corpse aviator bleed the future and uh goldmouth run all of them are different but in the same genre Sweet. and they're all pretty pretty out there um but yeah that's hands down my the weirdest find i've had in a long time and i just can't put it down um we've got some actual news though um <laughs> rusty bought that that headset thing while we were on break.
2: Yeah, I bought the uh the the neck version of the headset. I I said, "You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go ahead and do it." Um, you know, there isn't any reviews online. Um, so I mean, that might change in the next week. Uh but apparently from from what I could see, it's a brand new product and I'm going to give it a try. Uh just because I <sighs> I want to be able to pump something that's closer to my ears that doesn't disturb the fucking bitch downstairs. So, Yeah. Fucking bitch.
0: Well, something else is kind of big. We've been talking MMOs. Um, So New World started off at 700,000 concurrent players during its first day and got almost to a million people. Yep. And it's been losing people every day, so right now it's sitting at about 300,000 concurrent players. Yeah. And I think a lot of that. Now I'm not a New World fan, mm-hmm. um, but there's from everything I understand, is it's extremely grindy with not really an end game right now, and it it's almost like they probably should have released it with some end game because people are at top level slaying pigs or whatever they're doing, right? So, like at that point, I guess people are getting to max level and hopping off. So um, okay, which I think is just kind of weird Well, um, it's I, it i think it was it was a hype game and i think i don't think it's died yet but like all the little issues the issues with killing rtx cards like made me and rusty very wary of it to yeah. the point of I, like I invested, we're not gonna we, touch it i'm not touching it because i don't you know they said they fixed it and then it came back again and then i really didn't trust it so it's just like i'm not gonna even try this for free because that card was an investment
2: yeah, no, and it's hard to get. Um, the uh, uh, with New World, I've talked to people who have actually played it, and um, uh, they uh, they they just said after a while you just run out of shit to do. So you kind you kind of come up with things that you can do, but it you just run out of you know you run out of content. They had a, a good. Push, but nothing really to hook you for a long period of time, uh, and the um, the the level up process doesn't necessarily it isn't super duper engaging, uh, from what I understand. Uh, the um, uh, there was a report of uh, from you know like achievement numbers, you know, based off of how many people actually made it to max level in that game. And it's actually a very surprisingly small number. Um, So it just didn't have a good, you know, lasting, it had a, it had a decent hook, but it didn't, it didn't follow through. Uh, And I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, with the systems that they have in place, like the, the hunting for that, uh, in the gathering, you know, in you know, in that game, uh, required you to basically, you know, like if you needed, you know, turkey feathers or whatever, you fucking go hunt down a turkey. Well, you shoot down the fucking turkey, anybody could loot that motherfucker and fucking skin it and you know so get you the feathers. Basically,
0: people like griefing you.
2: Basically, and then there was uh there was a report of people who were botting um uh, a uh, a set of, uh, you know, gathering nodes. I think it was like flax or some bullshit, right? Uh, and they ended up having to trap the bot using uh, mobile camps. So, you know, because they couldn't get fucking Amazon to deal uh, deal with it. So they trapped the bot like physically by uh, breaking, you know, breaking the pathing, uh, you know, and putting it into a fucking camp. Um, so yeah, there's, there's issues there. There's issues there. It's not just the, you know, the fact that it's killing cards and that there's a back and forth between Amazon and, you know, in NVIDIA and the card makers and saying, Hey, you know, it's, it's your problem. It's the whole Spider-Man meme, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think it just has, it, it has fundamental issues and it really doesn't like it, it didn't catch me thematically like i'm not big a big fan of the whole like colonial style uh artwork and theme for it yeah uh so it's the one it's the thing that uh that prevented me from playing uh greedfall it's the same style like they they tried it to do uh tried to do fantasy but it they made it you know colonial themed and man i would really love to like ignore i i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to say that uh that the colonial thing should be forgotten i just don't want to play it you know yeah um and it, it's just a just a terrible freaking time in you know human history for you know, for that kind of thing um so i don't want to be reminded of it um so give me my fucking furry goddamn it <laughs> I'll play a fucking cat boy. I don't have a foot. Um, but yeah, uh, I kind of knew that new world wasn't going to last. It was well, it was only going to last as long as uh, as uh, the space between wow dying and endwalker starting. Well,
0: I will talking about. Con- players I don't know this isn't concurrent but uh back for blood has had six million players since launch
2: I mean it's pretty good I mean it's I mean, not like something. you said it's not concurrent uh, I wonder what the concurrent numbers are like what's you know what's active players right now but um
0: I mean I've had to do quote-unquote pugs basically right right because I'm usually playing just with one other person and those spots feel pretty pretty quick most of the time
2: yeah, well, I mean it. That's probably got more of a staying power than uh, the new world does. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh,
1: big news just uh, just earlier this evening. Uh, Pax tweeted an announcement that uh, they have made decision to bring PAX South to an end for the foreseeable future.
0: Which kind of sucks because that one's in San
2: Antonio. That's the closest one to us, yeah.
1: You wouldn't really have to fly. We literally could
0: drive down there in a day. San Antonio's, like, nine hours away.
2: Yeah. uh, It sucks, though. PAX South really didn't have a whole lot of, like... I'm telling you, PAX
0: East is where it's at. Yeah,
2: PAX East's because yeah. Pax
0: West was basically online and right. and you know one room full of the 100 people um hopefully Pax will come back
2: well i'm sure i mean right now it's you know it has to do with covid and you know all the extra shit i mean even so like the 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 pax that we had you know that was recent was kind of like neutered it was only like maybe one sixteenth of what it normally is. Um, so as soon as we get past all this bullshit uh, and we get back to a, 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 some some form of normal, I'm sure that they'll be able to, uh, you know, to work something out. Maybe with the pack south going away, maybe there's a pack central that will come up, uh, and that would be fucking fantastic. Now, wouldn't it? Like, fucking have that shit, like, at the BOK Center or some oh, shit. Oh, yeah. That would be great. That would be, I, I would be totally on top of that. Why are you playing footsie with me?
1: Not intentionally.
2: <laughs> so, um.
1: Though, I seriously doubt that would necessarily happen. What? A pack Central? One of the main, uh, one of the main or reasons like they State. were in San Antonio was you can get direct flights from either coast there
2: well I guess but
1: Tulsa all runs through DFW yeah
2: I guess but still yeah you know a a centralized PAX would be you know would be kind of nice as soon as as soon as shit starts to normalize I'm pretty sure if
1: they did something like that it'd probably end up being like Kansas
2: City that's fine I guess Kansas City's not too bad three and a half hours yeah yep uh, I, I, I just I, all I want is I, I want to be able to go to a fucking Pax convention once in my life, uh, <laughs> since and uh, the past few years have been kind of shit for that. So uh, it sucks to hear that South is gone, but uh, they just said for the foreseeable future. So yeah, you know that's we we never foresaw that fucking COVID would be you know around two years later, so we'll figure. Yeah.
0: Oculus Quest is phasing out the Facebook account requirement.
2: About fucking time! I mean, You already
0: got all of my data though, bastards. <laughs> all that seems to happen, because I don't have it ever set to show my status when I'm logged in, is I get an ad, add your Oculus friends, and then it basically shows me who else on my facebook friends list has oculus Mm -hmm. but that's pretty much about it yeah it's just annoying
2: it wasn't really super intrusive but they did actually have that requirement and i mean you there was a point where you could actually you know stream it to uh to facebook and i tried that once i tried that a couple times actually um but it didn't work out very well uh and yeah it was just, Yeah. They, they stopped doing that, uh, streaming to Facebook when people were streaming Beat Saber and it had copyrighted songs on it. Yeah. So they, they uh, they, they killed the, uh, the, the streaming portion of that, uh, pretty quickly. <laughs> um, I don't know. It really shouldn't have been a, a thing in the, you know, in the first place, honestly. Um, Random, and it seems impossible, but uh, PS5's also shipped
0: 13.4 million units.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh, where? I don't know. <laughs> are they going to... Are they on a... Uh, is there like 12 million of them still on a fucking ship someplace? Out in the fucking, you know, out in the Pacific?
0: I think um, they literally just sell every I mean, time they put them on a shelf. Uh,
2: I would really love to see one. Like you know, I and get my hands on one. That'd be great. you Uh, give me a reason to turn, turn my fucking uh, TV on.
0: I mean, if any of you guys get an unreasonable sum of money in the next little bit, I need a, I need a Christmas present.
2: Oh yeah, Jesus, yeah. Jesus. Let me just, let me just go fucking if like you're listening, five,
0: Jessa. Uh, if if we get an unreasonable amount of money in the next two months.
2: Yeah, hint, 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 hint.
0: I want to play some Dark Souls or Demon Souls. Dark, Souls. Dark Souls. We haven't done that in a
2: while. Dark Souls. I don't have any other news. What do you guys doing? Um, I do. Oh, my God. There's a big one. Uh, PlayStation PC. Ha, what? Uh, Sony has created a label for PlayStation PC so that they can push games from their PlayStation platform to, uh, to PC gamers.
0: I think kind that's of, good. You I know, mean, if they do that, I won't get a PS5. You
2: know, kind of like, you know... Probably kind of like Xbox Game Pass, only probably you know only instead of being a subscription service, it probably be like they, they you just a, purchase it through them.
0: They have a PC service that you can log into that streams games to your PC,
1: um, right? But it's not but really it's kind of hot garbage. It doesn't work very well.
2: Well, they you know they just recently put out uh, you know the you know the God of War you know twenty eighteen of you know, yeah. boy, um, that's coming to Steam. Actually, that's coming to Steam, and they they started doing more and more. I think they uh, one of the very first ones was uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, you know, came to you and know I it think came it to did PC well on PC too. It did. It, it's it's selling well on PC, and then you know, God of War got some hype because I mean, if you didn't have a PlayStation and you couldn't get an, you know get your hands on one, um, you simply just couldn't play that game. Um, so there's plenty of people out there that are, you know, looking to be able to play that on PC. And, of course, if you have, P- you know, have it on PC, you can turn the, you know, turn the graphics to stupid if you've got a card for it. Um, that's kind of one of the bigger things for it. The The idea behind the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X and S um the architecture behind that, from day one when they started putting the specs out there, I looked at it and said that's a miniature computer. Yep. Um, the, you know the ecosystem that they're you know, they're building games for is uh, is more and more looking like a PC. So it makes you know a lot of sense that they're going to move more towards being able to release to PC. It may not be the biggest market. But there are very passionate people on that market that will be able to, you know, to put games through their paces.
1: Well, there there are a lot of people out there uh, like like you, Rusty, and like Justin, that have invested a lot of money in upgrading their PCs over the last couple years. Mm -hmm. That aren't necessarily going to have the money to buy a PlayStation 5, but would still like to play their exclusives. I mean, and if they make those games available on PC more readily, yeah, that's just more money for them. Well, it's
0: in a couple of months with a raise and bills being swept away, I might finally have money to do that again.
2: Right. The it's if I had a availability for one of these consoles, I'd be able to pick one up. I mean, I, I'd yeah. I, I'd saved up enough to be able to do that if if the opportunity became you know came to me. It's just that. I'm not going to hunt for these consoles like I hunted for a fucking NVIDIA card. I, yeah. you know, I'm you not lost, going through that again. Yeah, I lost, you know, so much sleep trying to find a fucking video card that was, I'm not going to do that for a fucking console. And we've had those now for almost a year. I know. You know, that... And that is, you know, and, and I still baby that motherfucker, I'll tell you. You know, I, I've... <laughs> I... Uh, I I love the shit out of it, but, uh, and I, and I put it through its spaces. You need to bring the, uh, the, uh, duster back again. You need to buy your own motherfucker.
0: I don't have to spare $80 later
2: on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you can buy a fucking PlayStation. You can get a fucking duster. You bastard. Um, I'll bring it over next time. If that
1: 20 if that EVGA 2080 black that you gave me ever
2: starts getting hot i just might knock to that motherfucker <laughs> so that that's another thing there there's ah uh, yeah you see the fucking there was a uh there was a 2070 uh knock to edition that was created uh just you know or now 27 a 3070. 3070 uh With-
1: which is kind of overkill for a thirty seventy. Well, I mean... I because was,
2: they're not that hot. No, no, they're not. Uh, I was watching the, uh, the Jay's Two Cents video for it, uh, and they were like, yeah, this is pretty stupid. You know what else is stupid? Uh, he put those fucking, like, super high fucking RPM fans on it. The ones that sound like a oh, fucking yeah. jet engine. Uh, and uh, he's like, yeah... Okay, so it idles at uh, at like you know below room temperature now. So uh... <laughs> the but the crazy
1: part is, I mean, you get a thirty seventy to idle at like forty eight degrees Celsius with an air cooler.
2: Yeah, that it's yeah. so yeah. But as soon as that was going out, I was I realized whenever I was playing Final Fantasy, I was uh, uh, I checked the you know internal temperature for you know for my big ass case, right? I've got fucking eleven fans in this motherfucker, right? Uh, not counting the fans on the you know on the video card, uh, and then I noticed if I don't have my case fans turned all the way up, my video card fans while I'm playing Final Fantasy. Now, I've got everything maxed in Final Fantasy, right? Uh it the fans on the video card turn uh turn almost all the way to maximum and they start to whine. And I'm like, I can hear the video the card whine. Line. Well, it's the fans. I mean, this is you know, these are Zotax, so they're you know, I, I'm not expecting the you know the best out of you know uh uh out of the fan quality for them. Um So they do have an audible, you know, wind up and wind down whine to them as far as the fans are concerned. Uh, And I'm like, why is that a thing? Why is this happening? Uh, and, And I checked the exhaust temperature. Just put my hand over the exhaust. And the fucking, you know, it is hot, like hot air coming out of that. Not, you know generally warm air but fucking hot air coming out of that. So, I need to change my fans on my case. And I'm thinking it might be time to go fucking, you know, high static pressure fucking Noctua's and change the uh the airflow in my case uh to exhaust out the top instead of out the side. Yeah. Um it was it was a good idea. I thought it was a good idea at first because of how I thought the airflow was going to be. But it's it, it's apparent to me right now that my uh, my my video card is overpowering those fucking cheap ass Amazon fans that I got. Watch the
1: uh, there's one thing I can say for them. Watch the Gamers Nexus video on that case. Oh the
2: yeah, Gamers Nexus is
1: already you know they. they Basically, rip that case a new one
2: until they put noctua fans in it. Right. You have to have good uh, static pressure fans in that. Yeah. Otherwise, it does not pull or push. And you enough. have to exhaust out the top. Yeah. yeah. The, the do- exhausting out the side does not work for the ca- uh, case aerodynamics. And not unless you
1: have a big ass
2: 140 millimeter and, fan on the and, back. And they have to be running at fucking maximum. Right. So. Yeah. uh so yeah i'm gonna have to change the fans and i'm gonna have to change uh change the orientation of the fans pretty soon um because i have to run my case fans at maximum uh, at maximum rpms just to keep the case from overheating um which is less than ideal so yeah. um so i've got some pc tinkering in the future
1: can yeah. leave the front panel off too
2: well, I was really hoping I was really hoping to get the Lee and Lee fans because they're built for that kind of thing, and they're you know they're good static pressure yeah. fans, uh, but they're constantly out of stock, uh, and the Lee and Lee fans are you know are are kind of built for this kind of thing, right? Yeah. So I was really hoping to get my hands on some of those. Yeah, but me. you're
1: you're nowhere near close to using the maximum space of that case. So I mean, if you can get Knocked away black fans.
2: Yeah, you might as well. I really want the uni fans though. Those uni fans are fucking. You know, those are sick. Those are fucking amazing. You don't need the RGB. I do need he the RGB. Is an RGB fiend. I need RGB
1: for a guy with migraines. Oh.
2: Oh. Leanly Unifan SL120s 3 pack black with controller in stock for $83.40 for 3 fans that's ridiculous <laughs> 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 times 3 cuz i'd need to have 3 sets of the fuckers Ooh. Uh, um, let me catch my breath. <laughs> wow, uh, noctua blacks. You're looking up the price for noctua blacks, huh? Yeah, individually, they're probably like twenty bucks. If I had to guess, noctua black one twenties. Oh, jeez, that's nuts. The Lee and Lee fans are nice, though.
0: Maybe when I finally get a little bit extra money, I'm going to buy myself another case.
1: How much was that for three fans of the three uni fans?
2: Three uni fans was uh,
1: $83.40. Save yourself 20 bucks and... Just get Lian blocks. blacks. Just get Noctua blacks. Or Noctua blacks. They're twenty two ninety a piece on Amazon right now.
2: Twenty two ninety. That's For
1: still a the lot. NFF 12s Twenty two. Uh They're PWM
2: fans, though, man. Well, these are PWM fans as well. Just these are PWM fans with you know with a controller yeah uh, yeah uh yeah i don't know i'm i'm gonna put this on the uh on the old watch list though because I've been kinda looking towards towards this anywho that i mean that's that's kind of a thing um phew. oh that would be nice though mm, mm. Having, I'm yeah, having I'm all loans. about the minimalist case. Well, I don't necessarily need a whole I lot think. of like flashiness, but I what, would, yeah. one of
1: the best cases out there on the market is the Fantex uh, P500. Well,
0: I need a. I don't know. Is it a full? Huh? Is yes. it a
1: full? Yeah, and it will fit the Nokta cooler you have.
2: Okay, well,
1: if I get a new case, that's pretty much what what I'm going to get. That's cheaper than the Lee and Lee. Um, Well, but it's super high airflow, and you don't have to get the digital with RGB. You can just get the black. Right. I mean, I'm seeing one right here for like a hundred and two dollars. Yeah, and it's the P500A. Uh, I'd have to look for it. So well, we'll look later. But anyway.
2: <laughs> right. mesh uh, case, man, that's where it's at. Yeah. If if I wasn't, like, totally sold on the whole, like, you know, fishbowl, uh you know, style case, I'd have probably gone with a uh, open-air case. I still kind of wanted to do an open-air case. I would, I would alleviate all of my fucking you know cooling problems really. Um, but yeah, I'm
0: pretty anti having the uh, fishbowl just for that reason. Yeah, because you got no
1: side airflow at all. Oh, I well, mean, if if I ever replace my case, I pretty much have to go mesh case.
2: I could do cause... I could do the Lee and Lee with you know with open air. Uh, don't get me wrong all I'd have to okay. do is just take the fucking glass panels off and I can put everything back or together just again. take the front panel off well the if I took both the you know uh both glass panels off the Lee and Lee um it would be an open air case yeah. and it would just uh you know it, and I could put the top on it would still be structurally sound without the sides so uh it it is still a possibility. It just kind of like defeats the purpose of having 11 fans in the fucker. <laughs> Anyways, why don't we wrap this up? All
1: right. Find us at tiltcast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash tiltcast. Our YouTube channels, youtube.com slash real tiltcast and search for us on iTunes and Spotify. Find some friends of the show. We got cabbage
0: KBG. We've got no quarters.net. We've got for the love of gaming, bmfcast.com. Picking up the Pixels or Pupcast and tvgp.tv. Go there for all of your Destiny news. And with that, it's the end of the show. All right. Peace.